With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal friends, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. Just want to let you know that even though it's April Fool's Day, I won't be playing any jokes on you today. I have a lot of great information for you, and it is all absolutely true and great fun as well. April brings us the annual Pet Expo at the Orange County Fairgrounds, and this morning, Doug Poindexter will be stopping by to give us the rundown on all the great activities planned for this year's big event. Then after our halftime break, Melanie Wall from Animal Acres will be sharing some stories about the antics of the rescued farm animals at her special sanctuary in Acton, along with some dates for special events that she has in the works. So stay right where you are. Seriously, we'll be back in just a moment. I promise with a brand new edition of the Pet Place Radio Show here on K Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome Doug Poindexter from the World Pet Association back to our program to talk about a very special annual event coming to the Orange County Fairgrounds. Hi, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Marie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing really well. I'm so excited about the big pet expo coming up. Can you tell our listeners all about what's in store? You bet. We've got lots of new stuff happening this year. It's really great. Um, really expanded some of our offerings. So. Uh, one of the, the key things that we've done is we've added a Fido Friday this year, which uh, after uh, many of our uh, attendees have wanted to be able to bring their dogs to the Pet Expo, but uh-huh. because we have so many dogs there with all the different breed clubs and the adoptions and everything else, we've been careful to not do that and not allow that in the past. But because there's been so many requests, we decided we're going to do it as a test trial for on the Friday only of the show. So it's only Friday. They can't oh. bring their animals on Saturday their okay. their dogs on Saturday or Sunday. But but Friday they can come. They'll have to sign a waiver releasing that you know, that they take responsibility for their animals and their animals' actions and, and some other things. Uh, so they don't get more bring information. Unruly dogs then. Yeah, don't bring favorite. the unruly ones, just bring the nice polite <laughs> ones. Okay. Um and they can get, they can actually see all the information about it on our uh, on the uh, website, which is petexpooc.org. Okay. And, um, and what are the dates of the Pet Expo this year? It, it's actually April 20, 21, and twenty two this year. Okay. And are there uh, some set hours for all three days? Are they the same hours? How's that? They're uh, ten to six on Friday, ten to seven on Saturday, and ten to six on Sunday. Okay. So they're open a little bit later on Saturday, but that's a nice long. Uh, time all three days for everybody to right. get to and see everything, and you plus bet. you could come back on all three days if you want. 
<laughs> That's right. We'll we'll let you come back. Yeah, no problem. Uh, but, okay. uh, but you know that'll be exciting. So we'll, we're going to test that and see how it works. It's you know it's the lightest attended day, and we feel that it, it gives us the best opportunity to test it. We'll actually have um, animal control officers patrolling the grounds to make sure everybody's behaving themselves and and um, and things are going well. And, and like I said, they'll have to sign a waiver and, okay. and be on a leash and okay. be a certain age. But all those requirements are at the website, so they can they can find out about that there. Outstanding. I hope that works out really well because I do know a lot of people want to bring their pets, especially if they're thinking about adopting. I know with all the animals there that are available for adoption, they like to have their own pets meet any new pet that they might right. be adopting. Right, and then they, they may want to, you know, for a leash or a collar or whatever the case might be, they sure. may want to have some, you know, be able to have their dog there as well. So, I, you know, we're, we're, we hopeful, we're hopeful that it will go well. We've tried to put a lot of, uh, um, you know, uh, rules and regs in place that will make it a safe and, and, and sane place for all the animals to be. But, wow, um, that's fabulous. So that will be fun. And then the other thing we've done is we've actually themed the show this year. It's called A Salute to Hollywood Pets. Oh, okay. Tell me a little and, bit about that. So, that, so that's going to be fun. Um, all three days we will have um, the um, animals from some of the local um, or the, the television shows on TV today. Um, Stella from uh, ABC's Modern Family will be there. Oh, cool. And Pappy and Chloe from the Disney Beverly Hills Chihuahua franchise will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uggie from The Artist will be there. Wow. Uh, Lamb Chop from ABC Suburgatory, um, and then Jim that is on uh, CBS's Mike and Molly. Um, so they'll all be at the show this year, all three days, and they'll be doing. Um, uh, they'll be on the stage at least once during the day, um, and then they'll be in their booths. Uh, they'll, they'll have rest periods and stuff, but they'll be in their booths uh, off and on throughout all three days. To do so, meet and greets and have photos taken or whatever the case will might be. Will they be so. giving uh, potographs also? They may be giving, yeah, they may be giving potographs. You're right. They may. You never know. I'm not <laughs> sure what each of them will be set up to do, but um, they will be there all three days, um, off and on uh, in the booths uh, for the people to be able to meet and greet with them. So oh, fun. Hey, I know you always have a lot of great entertainment. What do you have in store for us this year? Well, we've got um, Splash Dogs is back again this year, which is always a very popular event. Uh, so we can watch all the, the the dogs leaping off the the platform and into the water and seeing how far they can go. That's that's and cheering them on. That's always fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joe Crofwall, the uh, Birdman from uh, Las Vegas, will be there again with his um, with his birds. Um, he, he'll also kind of theme the show a little bit about. Uh, uh, birds in Hollywood and, and uh, you know how they're used in, in shows and that kind of thing. So he'll kind of follow the theme a little bit as well with his show this year. Okay. Um, we have Jump, which is an agility show that's sponsored by IAMS that will be um, will be there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, which is new, we're actually bringing in, rather than having a full-blown cat show, which we've done in the past, where not always are the participants in the cat show willing to show their animals to the public because they're getting them ready to be in the show or whatever the case might be. This year we're actually bringing in um, the CFA Ambassador Cats. Oh, There's cool. about 30 different breeds, but they'll be there and actually be there where they can actually, uh, the public can come up and interact with them and learn about them. And 
think it will just be a much more inviting environment for the uh, the attendee to learn about specific breeds than the cat show necessarily was. So um, we're excited about that as well, and, and um, we'll have 25 or 30 breeds of cats there, I think, something like that. So Now, in uh, the past, I remember you did a, a special contest, sort of a beauty contest uh, for all of the rescue animals, too. Are you planning right, on doing and, that? And we'll, 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 we aren't doing the parade this year, but we will... Um, but we will still be doing all the adoptions, and they will still be getting groomed, and they'll still be, um, uh, you know, getting all prettied up, and then having someone there as well that will help to train them. Okay. So all of those basic things will still happen. We're not actually doing the parade this year, um, but with, with all the other things going on, we just a couple of things we had to we couldn't be doing it all. So, oh, I know, I know, it's you know, so with, huge. With, you know, we're, 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 what we are doing is a parade of all the animals um, each day, once each day. I think at three or three thirty in the afternoon, we actually will uh, the various animals that are at the show. Um, a, a, you know, a, a number of them will actually parade across the stage and have a little history talked about them and and what you know where you know where the breed's from or what what in in theme with the Hollywood theme you know what movies or TV they've been in in the past you know okay. maybe not that specific one but the breed itself sure, has been sure. in mm-hmm. um, and so we, you know we'll have that parade as well so um, about how many rescue organizations do you think will be there with all of the animals that they'll have for adoption you know I'm guessing we've got forty or fifty I asked so we oh. haven't counted them up yet. Um, uh, but I, I'm guessing there's 40 or 50 again this year. That and um, can you give our listeners a little sample of some of the different breed rescues? I know that when people think of adopting a pet, they don't realize that there are so many purebreds that are available for adoption from all of them. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have that list in front of me as far as all those exhibitors. Um, but they can go to the website and, and, and actually if they click on the floor plan and exhibitor list link. It'll actually list all the different uh, exhibitors that are there, and they can scroll through and see the different uh breed clubs and, and, and rescue groups as well that will be there. So Okay. And um, you're going to have the reptile section and the unusual. I remember uh, you had some real unusual animals there in the past. Are you planning on having those folks back again? Yeah. With the, uh, we actually, we expanded the reptile. This year we're actually having a reptile show and sale so that there will be a lot more reptiles on display as well as they'll be available for sale. Uh, there again, the public's going to have to find some agreements and some other things to be able to purchase an animal and the exhibitors who are selling have to meet certain requirements to be able to sell so that we aren't doing any impulse sales that they actually are getting educated on the on the care and requirements and care sheets have to be given out and a number of different things put in place to make sure it's a responsible purchase but um but but they'll be able to actually purchase reptiles at the show this year and then we've got the llamas and the alpacas and the pot-bellied pigs and we've got some equine displays and um so yeah we've got you know, if you can think of it as a uh, as a companion pet, it probably is. <laughs> probably. Hey, what is the most unusual uh, organization that you've got coming out this year? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> what's the most unusual organization we've got coming out this year? Uh, well, maybe, what's millipedes, your maybe the millipedes and more group that's going to be in the reptile section. Oh, okay, those are obviously. I, I don't know. There, there are a lot of interesting groups that are there. It's um, it's what makes the show so fun and entertaining is that there are so many. Uh, you know, it, it's just such a wide variety of experts to talk about the various animals, and of course, that's the purpose. That's why we do the show. Is mm-hmm. most of that space is either donated or given away at a very um, reduced price to a lot of these organizations, so they can be there to give expert advice on the various breeds or 
uh, species of animals so that if uh, someone is thinking about purchasing uh, uh, a dog, a cat, a bird, whatever, fish, reptile, whatever the case might be, they can come really learn what it is required of them to take care of that animal and, and, uh, and make sure they understand that it's for the life of the animal. It's not just something that's a short-term thing, but that you know you, know, you are undertaking a, a responsibility to take care of this animal for the life of the animal and what's required to do that. So they make an informed decision so we don't end up with animals back in shelters and in places where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know that's really always been the purpose of the show. It's we throw in a lot of fun, entertainment, and and uh, think to keep uh, people entertained. But it's really to to help educate them throughout whatever we're doing there, so that when they do make a decision to have an animal, they understand better how to do that. Absolutely, and I know I really enjoy shopping at the Pet Expo too because there are so many people selling all of these great pet products and you get amazing deals yeah it it is great whether it's for the pet or for the pet owner um there's a lot of stuff for both that are very pet you know obviously pet related and and, uh you know some of the jewelry and some of the things for for the humans to be wearing is pretty Uh, spectacular as well as some of the wonderful jeweled things that are there for the animals to wear oh i know there you can be a matching pair Definitely. You know, our our engineer, Jim, here at the Pet Place, he has a couple of doggy uh, nephews and nieces, and I know that they get dressed up a lot, and I bet he could come by and pick up some great outfits. He, he for find, I'm sure he could find a lot of interesting things to have, so it'll be, it'll be great fun. Oh, wow. And let me ask you one more quick thing. We talked about this briefly a couple of weeks ago, but I know you're having a competition for kids to decorate aquariums, too. Is Is it too late to register for that? Um, it, it, we're getting close. I know we're reaching the limit of how many aquariums we actually have. I think I heard this morning, actually, that we have 63 kids already entered. Wow, that's and we've only got about 70 aquariums. So um, they can go online and, and, uh, and learn about it and then contact the office um, to see if there's any space still available. Okay. Um, because uh, I think we actually turned off the online form because we, we we knew we had a number of people who were still sending in applications, and we wanted to make sure we had we had enough things for everybody. But My if they call the office, they'll be able to. Somebody will be able to answer the question as to whether there's still space available. Okay, okay, and let's give that website out one more time in case somebody wants to find out more information about Pet That's, Expo. It's petexpooc.org. Wonderful. Doug, I know our listeners always enjoy Pet Expo every year, and being able to get all the details about it from you is always a treat. So thank you so much for being with us today. Well, Marie, thanks for having me. Uh, We look forward to seeing you at the show, and uh, we look forward to having some fun again. Definitely. And we need to take a quick pet place break now, but don't go away. Our friend Melanie Wall from Animal Acres has some great stories to tell about the farm animals her organization rescues. Stay tuned for this and more here on the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewa, and it is my pleasure to introduce Melanie Wall from Animal Acres. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, it's been a while since we've spoken to you folks over at Animal Acres, and you're one of our favorite farm rescue organizations, so I'm so glad you are able to make a little time for us this morning. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to be able to speak with you today. Hey, for our listeners who don't know exactly what farm Animal Acres Farm Sanctuary is, could you tell us a little bit about it? 
Um, well, Farm Sanctuary Animal Acres is a paradise for animals and the people who love them. Um, you can give a pig a belly rub, talk to a turkey, or kiss a cow. Um, and we basically take in animals from um, abuse situations, cruelty cases. Um, some animals fall off of trucks being transported to slaughter, and they get to live their lives out here for the rest of their natural lives, and there are um, animal ambassadors. Wow, so it's actually a good thing that they happen to fall out of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. What kind of uh, turnout do you get at, at your facility on an, on a regular basis when you have your, your open to the public hours? Do you get a lot of people coming through? Um, we've been getting more lately. We recently just added another tour. Um, I don't know exactly how large the groups are. They usually do at least two to three groups of 20. Are these yeah. school groups, or do people just come in on their own because they, they like coming out and visiting the animals? They're mostly families um, or, you know, friends coming together. haven't had any school groups since I've been out here, but okay. we can do that as well. Where exactly is Animal Acres? Where is it? Yes. How do you um, get out we're, there? We're located in Acton. We're just off the 14. It's about a 45-minute drive from Hollywood. Um the 26-acre shelter um, right off the 14. Okay, okay. And do you have a lot of volunteers out there? You know, we have work parties at least once a month on Saturdays. Work parties, that's mm -hmm. a good way yeah. to call it. <laughs> uh, we, we allow 20 people um, to sign up, and they work for about three to four hours, and then we have a potluck lunch. Um, so it is somewhat a party afterwards. You know, okay. Preparing their food. Um, and we do allow for volunteers, um, especially if you've had an orientation through one of the work parties. It's very easy to come back and just help us because you've already been introduced um, to the animals and how how to um, be around them and be safe with them. Okay. How many animals do you have out there right now? Right now we have 160 animals. And if you broke that down, about how many are chickens, how many are cows? Sure. Give us, give us the rundown. We have 67 chickens. Okay. We have seven, or sorry, six ducks. Seven ducks, actually, sorry. And two okay. geese. Uh, 13 goats, 16 cows. Uh, we have three farm cats, um, 19 pigs, uh, nine sheep, 22 turkeys, and there are three horses. Oh, wow. And you do adoptions also, right? Oh uh, yes, we have um, we have a, an, a, a placement coordinator named Colin, and if if somebody is interested in adopting an animal, um, they can contact Colin Henstock. He's in our, at our New York shelter, but he does placement for our shelter as well. Okay. Um, and he interviews and makes sure it's a suitable home. Okay. And when you're looking for a suitable home, obviously you want somebody to be zoned for animals. We talked to a gentleman a couple of weeks ago who had six pet chickens who he adored, and unfortunately he was not zoned for them, and the city cracked down and, and he had to get rid of them, which was rather heartbreaking. So yeah. I'm sure you make sure that all of your folks know all the codes for their area and know whether or not they can have a pet of this kind. Yes, you want to make sure that you're living in the proper area for the type of animal you want to adopt. Let's say you are zoned for livestock and you wanted to adopt a pig. What what would you tell a prospective adopter on what they should do to prepare and and what to expect? Well, I don't. I'm not usually involved in that sort of thing. 
Um, but, I mean, pigs are very social animals. Um, I mean, generally we want animals adopted out in pairs so that they have a friend. Okay. Um, pigs, pigs can get very large, so you want to have, you know, sturdy housing for them uh-huh. where they can get through. I mean, we've had them bust through some gates, you know. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> to see the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can get up to, you know, 800 pounds. So Yikes. they're So you really don't want a pig uh, developing the habit of jumping up on anybody. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> that might be a problem to have an 800-pound uh, greeting every night when you come home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My goodness. And tell me, some of what are some of your favorite rescue stories that you've had recently? Um, well, our most recent rescue story, um, there was a narcotics bust going on in L.A., mm-hmm. and that actually led to a cockfighting bust. Oh. Um, they found, I don't know how many roosters they found, but they found 68 hens being used for breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to take 26 of them, and we transported the rest up to the Humane Farming Association up in Northern California. Okay. Um, So all the hens were rescued. However, upon finding as many roosters as they found, they know that they're violent and they just unfortunately automatically euthanize the roosters. You mean the uh, law enforcement agency does? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. So, I mean, if, if they were to be rescued, they would have to have individual homes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they're they're taught to be, you know, fighters, right? Uh huh. Well, that's very sad. I I just don't understand how in this day and age people still enjoy watching animals fight each other and and think that that's great sport. It just I I just can't fathom that. I don't understand it either. It's it's very sad. It is very sad. But I'm glad that you're able to rescue the hens and. I'm wondering, I know you have a lot of fun things. Let's get off a depressing subject and get into the fun stuff. Tell me about some upcoming events that you have down at Animal Acres. Well, at our location, um, since we are new, we're still trying to get things together. Our our closest big event is actually the celebration for the turkeys in November. Oh, okay. Um, Plenty of time to plan for that one. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, uh, although our other locations um, in Northern California and New York, they have their hoedowns and their picnics in July. Okay. Um, but we do have tours every Sunday, and we have tours year-round. Okay. So you've really gone through some changes. I know that Animal Acres has been around for a long time, but you've recently merged with Farm Sanctuary. How how did that all happen, and, and take me through what changes you're going through right now? You know, I wasn't actually here during that that change, but um, we've uh, Farm Sanctuary is, you know, was approached by Animal Acres Board um, to come help out with the shelter. And I mean, we've been making some changes on the property, but we're still waiting for permits to be able to do some bigger changes. Um, but we've been making more room for, like, right now our pigs. There was a gazebo in the middle of their yard. We knocked that down, and we're able to give them some more room. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it, it's really just a work in progress because we just took over in May. So I see. Okay. Yeah. And then you used to have vegan cooking classes down there. Are you still offering those? You know, currently we aren't, but I believe... Um, we may 
may do it in the future. I, I don't know what the plans are for that right now. Okay, I hope you could get that up and running again because I know a lot of people really enjoyed that and enjoyed some of the barbecues you offered with uh, vegan barbecue dishes and, and wonderful things like that. Hey, what is your website if somebody wanted to check it out and see what's going on and find out when your visiting hours are and all that good stuff? Um, you can go to farmsanctuary.org, and there's links to all three um, shelters on there. Okay, and that gives your, your hours and when you're open to the public? Yes, and I can just tell you on Sundays we have three tours. The first start, one starts at 11, and then we have one at 1 and 3 p.m. Okay, and what's involved in the tour if somebody wanted to make a day out of it? Um, well, you can come up, and I mean, generally after the tour, you can hang out in the courtyard with the birds, and um, we have some um, living quarters that aren't included on the tour, but you can definitely walk up to some of them and um, just check them out, some of the birds, because um, to walk around the whole t- property okay. um, with that many people can take a lot of time. Um, but, um, yeah, tour fees are $5 for 13 and up, um, $3 for... Uh, children 3 to 12, Um, but you can come up, see the animals, give some pigs and belly rubs. Um, We have some young calves that are very friendly and love attention. Okay. Hey, I was wondering, I know a lot of people who have cats and dogs who are going through difficult economic times are having to give up their cats and dogs. Are you noticing that more people are having to give up uh, there are more unusual pets. There are livestock-type pets, um, farm animal pets. Yeah, we've time. had a couple um, surrenders lately for people that are moving from houses to apartments, um, especially with birds. So, it, you know, it's not just people with cats and dogs that are, you know, having to give up their animals. It's also um, chickens. Um, and okay. as far as we have had some goat surrenders, but... Not really due well, to economic problems. That's always a sad thing, but it's it's great to hear about all of your good news from Animal Lakers. So I sure appreciate you spending a little time with us this morning on Pet Place, and thanks for everything, Melanie. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. It's time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. You know, I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but the day has arrived. It's Easter egg hunt time for your dog. Today, from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Chateau Le Pouch Boutique, located at 806 West Imperial Highway, Suite M in Brea, is hosting an Easter egg hunt Potty, P-A-W-T-Y, for pooches. Peep on in and your dog will have a hoppin' good time. Run, play, and sniff out Easter eggs in their fabulous off-leash potty pen. Prizes will be given for the best dressed, and there will be lots of treats for pets and their parents. For more information, call 714-482-0452 or visit www chateaulepooch.com and don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.com 
org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay or new to your pets and have a wonderful day. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.